0: Hi everyone and welcome to Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days, all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. But what I'm saying, Alex, and to Senator Gillibrand, is there's danger right now. We're not talking about what could happen. We're talking about what is happening. Right now, they are undermining our voting rights with legislators all across the country. Right now, we've seen 18 people killed in mass killings and no gun legislation. So we can all be concerned about what might happen, but it shouldn't be at the expense of what is happening right now. President Joe Biden has likened a new voting law in the state of Georgia to racist policies of the 20th century American South, calling it an atrocity. Georgia is controlled by Republicans and on Thursday, the state's government introduced the Election Integrity Act of 2021 after it passed in both chambers of the state's Republican-controlled legislature within the space of a few hours. The new law in Georgia adds restrictions to voting that Mr. Biden said disproportionately targeted black Americans. In a strongly worded statement, the president called it Jim Crow in the 21st century and a blatant attack on the Constitution. In last year's presidential election, Mr Biden became the first Democratic candidate to win Georgia since 1992, and it was a high turnout among black Americans that was believed to have tipped the state in his favor. The new law makes Georgia the first presidential battleground state and the second overrule to pass laws that restrict ballot access in the aftermath of the 2020 election. The state was also at the heart of false claims of voter fraud during the 2020 election. And many think this move will have a devastating impact on democracy. However, Joe Biden has said that the Justice Department was taking a look at it and will investigate it further. And next. According to local media reports, at least 50 people have been killed across Myanmar after security forces opened fire on protesters. The death toll is said to include 13 in the country's second biggest city, Mandalay, 9 in the nearby region of Sagaing, and 7 in the commercial capital Yangon. The shootings came as a rebel leader told Sky News that Myanmar's armed ethnic groups will not stand by and do nothing if the military continued to kill demonstrators. People had taken to the streets again to protest against the 1st of February coup in defiance of a warning that they could be shot in the head and back as the junta celebrated Armed Forces Day. Dr Sasa, the disbanded Democratic Parliament Special Envoy to the UN said, Today is a day of shame for the armed forces. The military has increased its brutal repression and must be held to account. They must stop the use of force and allow the population to exercise their rights. The EU calls on the military to end the state of emergency and martial law and to restore the elected civilian government. After leading a military parade in the capital, Naypyidaw, the Junta's leader, General Ming Lang, reiterated a promise to hold elections but without giving any timetable. In a live broadcast on state TV, he said the army seeks to join hands with the entire nation to safeguard democracy. And finally… Let me say that, uh, number one, uh, UN resolution 1718 was violated by those particular missiles that were tested, number one. We're consulting with our allies and partners and uh, there will be uh, responses if they choose to escalate. Um, We will respond accordingly." Japan's Prime Minister has said that North Korea has fired two ballistic missiles off the east coast and into the sea. Yoshide Suga said the launches threaten peace and safety in Japan and the region and that Tokyo would closely coordinate with Washington and Seoul about the North's testing activities. North Korea's ballistic missiles are banned under the United Nations Security Council resolutions. However, North Korea has claimed the missiles it launched on Thursday were a new type tactical guided projectile. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said the US and South Korean militaries were analysing the launches which they said were fired at around 7.06 a.m. and 7.25 a.m. local time from South Hamyong Province. Former President Obama warned the incoming President Trump that North Korea was the top foreign policy issue that he was watching. Is that how you assess the crisis in North Korea? Yes. The development of the missiles are significant to the strengthening of North Korea's military weapons, However, the launches could pose a challenge to US President Joe Biden, whose administration has yet to meaningfully engage with the nation. Launches come a day after American and South Korean officials said the North had fired short-range weapons, presumed to be cruise missiles, into its western sea over the weekend. The United States Military Pacific Command said they are monitoring the situation and consulting with allies. So you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search where we are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.